It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Seven minutes after the hour on a beautiful Saturday morning. Welcome to Green and Growing here on 95.5 WSB. Ashley Frasca with you. Having a great time doing the show. If you've missed any of the shows or maybe you've kind of been tuning in and out this morning, want to redirect you to WSBRadio.com. In the on-demand section, you can go back and listen to previous shows in each hour of the show. And also Spotify now, Google Play for those of you that subscribe to podcasts, the podcast app on Apple products as well. And I was telling Joe Burgess here with me from the Georgia Forestry Commission, I'm going to make a segment just out of Joe. Thank you. I heard in the earlier segment where you said, let's play Stump the Arborist. So <laughs> I didn't know I was going to start out under the bus, but yeah, okay. Right. And I think we've got some really good calls, too. But before we get to these questions, Lisa Marie, Susan, and Ron, don't go anywhere. I did want to just cover a couple of things with you, some concerns that homeowners may have. And I don't know why, but, you know, there's a difference. Shrubs in your landscape, flowers in your landscape, that doesn't have the intimidation factor that trees do because oftentimes trees were put there long before you moved in and then right. something starts to go wrong and you freak out. Well, and you know, your 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 butterfly bush that you're cutting back to half now is not going to fall on your house. Exactly, exactly. So and pine trees, I mean that's like one of the scariest things here in Georgia. Whipping in the wind, you know, on a very windy day or stormy weather, we're afraid of pine trees. I don't know. There's teenagers in cars. I think that's one of the scariest <laughs> things. <laughs> that is. Okay, so first of all, I did want to give listeners the benefit of some of your knowledge on how to properly hire a tree service. I know you've got some good consumer advice on just the basics of where they should start and how they should go about doing that. Well, one of the first things they need to think about is what do they want the tree service to do? Are they looking to just have a tree removed? Are they looking for tree care? Are they looking to find out whether the tree is structurally sound? Because if, if all you want to do is have a tree removed, then the, the things you're looking for are fairly basic. Um, you want to make sure that you always have a contract signed prior to any entry onto your property, um, never pay for anything up front, and uh, understand that um, if it's not in the contract, it won't happen. Uh, okay. Things like um, big trucks cracking your driveway, tearing up your lawn, damaging your irrigation system. So if that's not in the contract, uh, you know, your, your recourse is through the courts, and nobody ever wants to do that. No. Um, but if you're looking for tree care, then you generally want to try to find a certified arborist. And you had mentioned earlier the, the website with the georgiaarborist.org to find a, a certified arborist. There's other websites also. But a certified arborist is an individual who generally has a level of training and experience that exceeds the guy driving around with a chainsaw in the back of his truck. Yep, and a tree chipper, right? And, and a tree chipper and a lawnmower mm -hmm. and, you know, those sort of things. Um, and there are a lot of folks that are reputable for taking down trees, but there are a, there's a better way to go, certified arborist, if you're looking for tree care and trying to figure out. One of the questions I often get is, I'm worried about the tree falling on my house. So there are certified arborists who aren't associated with tree care companies who, had, who can come to your landscape and look at your trees and tell whether there are obvious structural defects that you need to be worried about. So um, – 
you generally can go to a website and, and, and call at least three different individuals to get estimates as to what kind of uh, what it's going to cost you. You know, it can be all over the board. And sometimes if you're just talking about tree removal, the cheapest is not always the best. Absolutely. I mean, there could be a company that comes in with a quote $1,000 less than some of the others, but that may not necessarily be the route you want to go now. And just with any other home service company, it is okay for you to ask those guys for their, their insurance papers and things, right? It's recommended. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we used to say make sure they're bonded and insured, but bonded doesn't mean much anymore. And you want to make sure that they're, the insurance papers they're showing you aren't for their vehicle. Oh, you know, you they want pers- you want to see personal property and liability insurance, and um, you have to, you know, I, I don't give legal advice, but generally speaking, if they don't have insurance and they're injured on your property, the courts oftentimes look at you as being their employer, so and responsible for their injuries. So, you know, here again, not being an attorney, forewarned is forearmed. So. Yes. And now with the Georgia Arborist as well, when you when you find one on georgiaarborist.org, is there a fee associated with a certified arborist coming out to your home? Generally speaking, there is. But, you know, if all you want them to do is take a look at your trees and determine if they're structurally sound rather than asking them for tree care, you know, you should be willing to pay for that. Sure. Um, and it's uh, it's long-term beneficial to you, and sometimes it will assuage some of your worries about whether, you know, you got structurally sound trees or not. And I bet you guys hear from some, you know, local jurisdictions, smaller cities who maybe want to know the history of some trees that are pretty, you know, well-respected as people drive by and see, you know, an oak tree or something that may be hundreds of years old. Y'all can also tell tree age. We like to think we can. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, who's going to tell us we can't? Right? <laughs> not the truth. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I guess it was like B.B. King said, my mama said she loved me, but she might be jiving me, too. <laughs> so it's very difficult to tell the actual age of a tree. We have guidelines that we use. Um, a lot of folks think trees are older than they are. I used to have a section of a water oak uh, in my office that blew over in a tornado uh, up in Kennesaw. And it was 48 inches in diameter, and it was 50 years old. Oh, gee, that's misleading. It's very misleading. And it was growing really, really fast, and it was on top of a spring, and it wow. had everything it could want and yeah. for nutrients. But, and it wasn't that old. Yeah. Not all of us get bigger the older we get, right? 404-872-0750. Some of you have great questions. I want you to call and be a part of the show and talk to Joe Burgess here on Green and Growing. First, up to Canton. Good morning, Lisa Marie. How are you? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. We have um, a set of three cherry trees. They were planted back in 2004 along our drive, and I love these trees. But some of my next-door neighbor's trees began to crowd them out for several years. And this past summer, he cut back all of those trees, and so now it's painfully obvious that my cherries have been leaning in, trying to get out of the way of those other trees. Can they recover from that, or will they have to be treated for something? How big are they, tall-wise? They're probably 50 feet tall. Okay, so you you essentially have a tree that's has an unbalanced crown now. Is that correct? Um, yes. Okay. It's definitely a left-leaning tree, all, all three of them. Okay. But here again, because these trees have been in the ground a long time and they're established, it's not a structural issue. It's an aesthetic issue that you're up against, correct? Yes. So you can get a certified arborist who could come out and can prune that tree to get the crown more balanced 
looking. Um, generally, you don't want to take more than about a quarter to a third of the live growth off in one year, but it will take a number of years to get that tree back to where it has what you would like to think of as a more uniform-shaped crown. So, and they, how long do they normally last? Cherry trees? Yeah. Um, I've seen cherry trees that have been 50 years old. Generally okay. thinking, I, if, if you can get 30, 35 years out of a cherry tree, you're doing pretty good, particularly ornamental cherries. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Thank you for the help. Lisa, that was a great question, and that was one I was going to ask myself, concerns about leaning trees. So I'm really glad you called. We have just a minute or two. Ron in Marietta, good morning. Good morning. Uh, enjoy your show a lot. Thank you, Ron. So what are some of the symptoms of your hemlock trees? What's going on with them? Well, I have a nice stand of hemlock trees near my cabin up in North Georgia that are slowly dying, and I'm assuming it's an HWA infestation. And my question is, is there anything I can do to stem this? Uh, yes, there's a, uh, a chemical called uh, Merit. It's a metacloprid is what the chemical name is, and that's a soil drench that you can apply uh, around your tree. You can go to our uh, website, um, gatrees.org, and you can find information there about how to actually care for those hemlocks. It's a, um, if, if you're not um, feeling capable enough to do those kind of soil drenches and those applications, there are contractors that you can find that will do that for you. And what's HWA, either Joe or Ron? It's a hemlock woolly adelgid. Ooh. Yeah, they, they are uh, wreaking havoc on uh, hemlocks across uh, North Georgia. Wow. So, Ron, you've done some research. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be the guy to apply the drench? You feel pretty confident about that? I have probably 30 hemlock trees in my in my property up there, so it'll be a big job for me. Well, but there's contractors who can do that. Do, do you? Let me ask this. Do you have bird feeders? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'll see. Now, sometimes what you'll find is that the birds land on these hemlock trees and the adelgids will get on the feet of the birds and they'll move them to the next hemlock tree. So oh, wow. sometimes you need to think about what you like more. The birds oh, the no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> hate to put that choice before That's you. That's a but, tough decision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ron, well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thanks for the observation and thanks for sharing the question. All right, thanks. We'll come Bye see now. you up in the North Georgia mountains here when the weather gets a little bit warmer. I would love that. 818 now on 95.5 WSB. We're going to check weather and traffic. We will be back after this. Self-isolation never sounded so good. Listen to Atlanta's news and talk while you're at home on the WSB radio app or tell your smart speaker, play 95.5 WSB. I'm WSB meteorologist Kirk Mullers with Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast this afternoon. Mostly to partly cloudy, highs 82 to 84, low 66. Tomorrow, a 30% chance of a light shower in the morning, mostly cloudy, high 76. Monday, mostly cloudy, high 71, low 55. Thanks for listening to Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. We're back, and weather was sponsored by Finley Roofing. Aaron, if you can make it quick, out in Stone Mountain, we want your question. Good morning. Okay, I have a tree in my backyard. Um, around a few years ago, a street wind came in and cut some of the branches off. Mm. It's very close to my shed, and I want somebody to come out and see if the tree is alive or if it's dead, how much to take it down. That's a great question. Um, and the reason it's a great question is because a lot of those things, a lot of those assessments you can do yourself. 
if if you know what to look for the the Georgia Forestry Commission has on our website a um a, a portal through community forestry where uh you can look at a checklist of how to determine whether or not your tree is dead or not and whether or not the tree may be structurally sound or whether you need a certified arborist to come out and take a look at it. Just because a tree's lost a lot of its branches doesn't mean it's dead. And just because it has a lot of leaves doesn't mean it's not structurally unsound. Do you have a phone number of somebody I could call? Well, you can go to, no, I don't. We have a a, a website. You can go to gatrees.org under um, Community Forestry and Professional Assistance, or you can go to georgiaarborist.org, and you can get a list of certified arborists with their phone numbers who can come to your uh, site and take a look at those trees. So that may be easier for you, Aaron, if you'd actually like to talk to someone on the phone, georgiaarborist.org, but then they could redirect you back to the documentation and the things that uh, Joe's talking about on georgiatrees.org. Right. Right. So thank you for that. And Sharon, we're going to squeeze you in really quickly here up in Cherokee County. Hey, what's your question? Hey, I have a coral bark Japanese maple that's got witch's broom and it's ruined the shape of the tree. I've been trying to cut it out of the top, but frankly, I have no clue what I'm doing. So Any advice? Witch's broom, that looks like just gnarled kind of edges to the limbs. and the, It right. looks like long, huge fingers, like the end. Oh, ah, sorry. I just cut her off. Well, that's okay. We can chat about that uh, if she's still there. You've got to prune it back at least 8 to 10 inches back to a lateral to get rid of that. And um, you got to be careful because there's only so much of a Japanese maple you can prune in any one season before you start having a long-term impact on the tree. And now is a good time to do that, Sharon, right now before it fully leafs out. So get to work. I'm sorry I cut you off. I hope you're still out there. But, Joe, it's been a pleasure. How can folks find you on the World Wide Web? Well, you can get us at gatrees.org. The Sustainable Community Forestry Program also has a blog, SCFP, and you're findable on uh, Facebook as well. Love it. Georgia Forestry Commission. This has been a great topic, and if you didn't get your question answered, you can certainly pass it along to me on the Facebook page, Green and Growing WSB. I'll be in touch with you there, and we'll definitely have more conversations with Joe because this is a lot of good content. Too much to squeeze into an hour. Happy to do it. I'd love for you to hang around for the bottom of the hour. Of course, we have the Pike's Pick, What's Hot at Pike Nursery that you'll want to pick up this weekend. And if you've ever watched $100,000 Pyramid, you know the game show. I play it with the Tad and Drex Morning Show. The crew from B98, they'll join me, Tad, Drex, and Kara. That's going to be a lot of fun with a gardening twist. Stay tuned. Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Welcome back to Green and Growing. Thank you so much for listening here on 95.5 WSB. I'm your host, Ashley Frasca. Got another half hour left of the show, and I'm pleased to be joined on the phone with Desiree Hyman of Pike Nurseries. Good morning, Desiree. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, we're hanging in. And, you know, it just warms my heart to know that gardening is maybe the one thing that people are able to do unrestricted right now, right? Absolutely. There's so many benefits and we know just getting outside with some fresh air and playing in the dirt kind of warms the soul and makes things seem just a little bit easier. So the good news is you're here and you're bringing some knowledge. The bad news, though, unfortunately, you all have to share with us some um, some information customers may need to know. We are sad to say that we our stores are closed. However, that doesn't mean that 
you know, we can't still give you some gardening tips, give us a call, place an order on the phone. Or if you go to our website, we do have a form where you can request items as well. And then you can come pick them up either curbside or we can deliver them to your house. You know, obviously we want to be conscious of everyone's health and safety. But we also know that, you know, we're able to provide plants that allow you to grow your own food, which are important as we're not really sure what the future holds. Tomato plants are going to be one of the easiest and one of the most friendly, am I right? Yes, this is definitely the most beloved veggie. And the good thing is you can grow tomatoes whether you have a garden space or even a large pot. If you just have an area that receives six plus hours of sunlight, you'll be good to go. Desiree Hyman with Pike Nursery, thank you so much for checking in these last couple of weeks just to reassure folks in a very uncertain time. Yes, we we hope to see you soon. And if you need some more garden inspiration or tips, you know, we're always online. So on our website, pikenursery.com, we have a section that's called Kids Corner. And there you have DIYs on garden, different garden projects, as well as coloring sheets, word searches, etc. to get your kids involved. We'll try to keep spreading some positivity and some flower color. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Now, how about for some game show fun? Earlier in the week, I grabbed some of my coworkers to do this segment with me, and we want you to play along. Everybody say hi. Hey. Hi. <laughs> the voices you hear are from Tad and Drex Mornings on B98.5. We got Drex. Hi, hey, Drex. Hey, good morning, Ashley. A little bit about yourself. Uh, I, I love to cut the grass. I truly enjoy it. Up next is Tad. I'm Tad, and my thumb is so brown, I have to send my plants to rehab every few months. <laughs> oh, no. And their beautiful co-host, Kara. I also have the brownest thumb and kill every single plant that I come in contact with. So I've got the right celebrity gardeners, <laughs> totally. do I not? I mean, I found the best of the bunch that uh, Cox Media Group has to offer here in Atlanta. Since y'all are self-admittedly not great gardeners, right. mm-hmm. that's okay, because okay. you're still celebrities. So that's right. why you're on the show. Well, we're, that's we very so. charitable. We're neither of, we're neither of those. <laughs> yeah, we don't know why we're here. <laughs> so we're going to play a game instead of doing what I normally do with my celebrity guests. The closest I got with Kara as far as gardening was your wedding pictures from last summer were beautiful and you had wisteria and it was amazing. Yeah, it was all fake. Oh. Uh, I bought I was... it all off of Amazon. They were all silk flowers. <laughs> I was crushed. All right, flowers involved in y'all's weddings, gentlemen. Next. Or- orchids. No, my wife. Dandelions. Or I don't know. Dandelions. My wife would rather me get her an orchid than get her a bouquet of roses. Can she, she, keep- says, she says it lasts longer and all that. Can she keep an orchid alive? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, You just got to put an ice cube in there, right? Isn't Supposedly. That how you keep them? Yeah. Allegedly. All right. So, yeah, we're going to move on from, uh, from right. the lack of gardening skills here, but have fun. And I want the audience to interact with this, too. You all remember the game show, $100,000 Pyramid? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dick Clark, back in the day. But we're going to have fun. So two people sit down, and you're prompting your partner, your teammate, to say a phrase of all these individual items you're naming off. So since there's three of you, we're going to kind of circle around. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's how we're going to do it. And it's all garden-themed stuff. Okay. And y'all are like simpatico because you're together every weekday morning. Are you trying to say that we're all like in in unison with each other? Yeah, you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see how this goes. So why don't we start with Kara? Okay. You're going to be trying to prompt Drex, your teammate, to say these things. Okay. Um, People, worms. um, Things that are slimy. No. (laughs) Um, Shovels. Things that you need to fix your lawn? No. Um, gosh, I don't know. Do we have a timer on this? A ditch witch? A ditch witch? A, uh, Things that you need for a trench? To uh, dig a trench? Close? To what? 
Dig a trench? Dig a hole? He said dig. Things that dig? Dig. Oh, okay. I was going, <laughs> I right. was too good at it. <laughs> All right, up next, Drex. Yes. Help your partner Tad out. Okay. Mosquito bites. Things that hurt. Things that itch. Oh, oh, man. I'm good at this, huh? You are good at this. Where am I? <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Tad helping his partner, Kara. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Chirp. Birds. Things that birds say. <laughs> wow. Sounds a bird makes. We'll take it. <laughs> I was really hoping Tad was going to have to go down the line and like just start getting crazy with like You're owl sounds. cock a doodle do, aren't you? <laughs> All kinds of stuff. All right, Kara. Okay, butterflies. Caterpillars. Things that morph into other things? Dragonflies. Things that fly? Ladybugs. Things that bother you during the summer? Um, Things that eat your plants? No. Butterflies. I I like the morphing. Dragonflies. Ladybugs. (laughs) Female insects. No. Things that fly? I just already said things that fly. Well, I'll accept that, though. Will you? So he said female insects. Yes. But why would females like these particular insects? Colorful. Because they're pretty. Oh! What? <laughs> I'm overthinking this. Like, th- is it things that are insects pretty? Insects that are pretty. Insects that are pretty. Quit thinking dragonflies so hard. are not. Yeah, dragonflies are pretty. No, they're Their wings are iridescent. Yeah. And they bother you and you're in the pool. Kara, That's please, with the multisyllabic uh, words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the same to me. Okay, Drex, let's see what you got for Ted. Okay. Um, Orchids, um, I don't know a lot of them. That's things that are tough to grow. Um, let's see, uh, roses, things that blossom, <laughs> bulbs, things with bulbs, uh, things that blossom. Rosemary, in the uh, things that start with R. Mm, roses, <laughs> rosemary, things uh, with thorns, mm, lavender, flowers that flower <laughs> in the spring. They are spring all flowers. flowers. But hey, yeah, rosemary, thyme, uh, things that bother you with allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Things that make you sad. Things to bring to funerals. Are we out of time yet? Yeah, I think we're out of time. Flowers what is that, that smell pretty. That's what Kara, that was oh it. Oh my god! I should have let the girl have that one. I sniffed into the microphone. <laughs> but you did say they give you allergies, right. so I, I probably do need to blow my nose. Okay, thanks for pointing that out. All right, Tad, up next for Kara. Okay, here we go. Carrots, cucumbers, tomatoes, a scarecrow. Vegetables dirt. grown in the garden. Yo, there you go. Buddy. Wow. <laughs> easy, easy. Kara's, Kara's doing pretty good here. Last round, guys. Gosh, this is hard. Wheelbarrow. Uh, obstacle course things. Wheel. Barrow. Wheel. Barrow. Keeps. Tractor. Things my father-in-law owns. Things you can buy at Tractor Supply. Cart. Things that you move earth around in. Things that what transport. Wheel. Wheelbarrow. Things that you push or ride. Wheel. Things with wheels? <laughs> yeah! Oh my gosh! How sad. Okay. Okay. This is too. It's too easy. It's hard. Uh, It's too easy. It's hard. I'm getting you guys at the end of your day too. So (laughs) if you're a little brain dead, it's forgivable. It's fine. All right, Drex. Yes. You got Tad. Last round. Make it good. Oh, it's the plants. The red. Um, what do they call those plants? Yeah, poinsettias. Oh, things that are red. Things that are poisonous to dogs, mm. things oh. that you can't eat, things that you have around Christmas time, uh, uh, holiday plans. Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. Oh wow! I mean, he hadn't even gotten to like shamrock. I uh, listen. Easter I know Lily. who I'm working with over That's here. Right. I knew I needed to come fast and furious with the guesses. <laughs> All right, and Tad's last uh, last category for Kara. Okay, pears, apples, fruits, fruits grown in the garden. Where? Pears, Delicious apples, fruits. peaches, trees, fruits that grow on trees. Oh, oh. there we go. 
How fun was that? That, that was so great. <laughs> Did that I boost Joel's confidence a little bit? Wheelbarrow. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's you in know, the but you don't wheel. Say, but you said it like. If I don't get it, don't say the word again. Like, who wouldn't want that? <laughs> lawnmower. Now I'm thinking of all kinds of other things. Oh, lawnmower. Yes. I didn't even think of that one. Uh, that's right. So one last thing. Since y'all are together every morning, and, and Tad and Drex mornings, that has been a show now for how long? Three years. To be simpatico, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again, because maybe. Yeah. Each of you describe the other coworker as a flower. So, oh, Tad, I'm going to start gosh. with you. You got to... Oh. A flower no question, Kara is a rose because she is beautiful on appearance, but you get too close, she will prick you with those thorns. <laughs> Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Drex, what is he? Mm. Drex is a Venus flytrap because that's, that's um, if you get too close to him, he will eat you. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I couldn't, Dad's good at I, this. I couldn't describe Kara any better. Yeah. Rose, rose thorns, yes. cut. Agreed. Um, Tad would be a flower that is begging for it. Like, come over here and smell me and, and give me attention. Mm. Flowers don't exist a like that. A sun, yeah, oh. very much so a sunflower. He needs like, the attention. Yeah, the yeah. It's like, okay, we That's get a good it. one. Needs <laughs> the spotlight. <laughs> right. Needs the attention exactly. to grow. That's... But still cares one. about others and 100%. has empathy. Okay. Oh, yeah, Go yeah, on. Yeah. Makes people happy. <laughs> Makes people happy. Oh, for See? sure. Oh, for keep sure. talking, people. Yeah, right. Kara, you got the guys. That's tough. Gosh, I know. I know. Um, Is there something a little lighter than poison ivy? I you think know. Tad would be a fern because they're they're kind of delicate. Got to have the right environment for yeah. them to Is this to a roast or an intervention? <laughs> Which is a little bit So of Tad would be the fern. Drex would be something much more sturdy, like a snapdragon or something, where Ooh. it's cool and it's not very, you don't find it very often. I was thinking bamboo, because even if you cut me down, I'm coming you back You come right stronger. back up. Oh, that's a good one, too. And now you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Kudzu. Yeah. You made your uh, garden show debut. It was a great time for you. Your feelings weren't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on the resume. Go grab some tissues. Do what you need to do. Tad and Drex mornings. B98.5, 5 5 to 9 a.m. weekdays. Love it. And that's probably the show you listen to when you're in the dentist office and the doctor's office. How dare you? I mean, no, but that's because y'all are always on. Okay. That's you. It's you. Thank you. We don't play Christopher Cross anymore. Who's that? Sailing. <laughs> take me away. Leo Sayer. Come on. On that note, peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how to follow that up. So we're going to take a break, but stay tuned right after the break. I'm going to give you the top three things to be doing in the yard this weekend. You're listening to 95.5 WSB. You may have to work from home, but who says you can't have your friends over? Listen to Eric Von Hessler, Eric Erickson, and Mark Aram live on your smart speaker. Tell your device, play 95.5 WSB. I'm WSB meteorologist Kirk Mullers with Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast this afternoon. Mostly to partly cloudy, highs 82 to 84, low 66. Tomorrow, a 30% chance of a light shower in the morning, mostly cloudy, high 76. Monday, mostly cloudy, high 71, low 55. And that weather update is sponsored by Finley Roofing. Thanks so much to the folks who really made this show happen today. We had some good calls and also Mary Kay Woodworth, the executive director of the Urban Ag Council, definitely wants you to go back online, maybe Monday, Tuesday to WSBRadio.com and listen to our interview with she and Aaron Paulson, head of horticulture, the department at Gwinnett Tech, and also Joe Burgess. I have a great time with Joe Burgess, who works for the Georgia Forestry Commission, and my friends and my colleagues at B98.5, Tad and Drex Mornings. We had a 
blast just then doing that game show. So without further ado, let's get you caught up on what you could do this weekend. Green, green, and growing. Ashley Frasca's top three things to do this weekend. Make it easy for you, and you can knock three things off of your list. First, it's one of your last chances to prune uh, bush roses, so knockout roses are included in that, approximately to one half of their present size, even back to 12 inches um, off the ground if you need to. Mine were pretty leggy, so I definitely wanted to bring them back pretty far. Visit my Facebook page, Green and Growing WSB. I've got a video there that may help you. Have some structure to the pruning. Don't just go at it with pruners. There's actually some strategery involved. Uh, secondly, examine the backsides of the leaves of Euonymus and Camellia. That's just to name a few. Looking for scale insects. Wax scale and tea scale are two common ones. They happily suck sap from the stem or the leaves, and then they release a black sooty mold onto the leaves. So you'll see their bodies a lot of times. They're white. But then you'll also see that black stuff, especially on the undersides of the leaves. Speaking of camellias, too, uh, go ahead and remove the spent camellia blooms, those that have faded and fall into the bottom of the bushes now. They're done blooming anyways. Pick those up, kind of throw them in a five-gallon bucket or whatever and toss them. That'll help prevent camellia petal blight. And number three, what you want to do, repot houseplants right now. This is a great time to do that because you want to move them outdoors. There are some that are going to be loved to love to be outside for the summer. Uh, not in direct sunlight, please. Just bright light. You know, maybe something that gets evening sun or something like that. Not too bright. The roots are going to need more room. That's why you're wanting to repot. Go up maybe one inch in the size of the pot. If they're currently in a 10-inch pot, Go up to 11 or maybe 12 inches. Use good potting soil, something new, out of the bag, rather than garden soil that does drain a little bit better. Break up the roots, whether it's root-bound and they're just curling around the soil or starting to come out of the drainage holes. Break those up and don't plant too deeply. So build up from the bottom of the new pot with soil, 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 then put the plant in and then cover the top of the root ball, too, with soil. Don't leave any of that exposed. Just as much as I've enjoyed putting the show together for you today, I hope you've learned a lot. Thanks again to all of my guests, and we'll be back next Saturday. We always do the segments Walter Wonders, where we hear from our friend Walter Reeves and Celebrity Gardener. You never know who's going to pop into the studio to talk to us about gardening, whether they're a good gardener or a bad gardener. Sometimes it's just as funny if they're not good at it, but they still enjoy nature. And right now, I know a lot of you are having to take solace in nature and just find some comfort and tranquility in your personal space. If there's anything I can do for you, resources that you need or questions that you have, please follow the Facebook page Green and Growing WSB and you can get in touch directly with me there and uh, listen to previous shows too. That may lift your spirits just a little bit. WSBradio.com and click on the On Demand section there. You can go back and listen to previous shows. Have a wonderful Saturday morning. Thank you. As always, I so appreciate you listening to Green and Growing every Saturday morning, 6 to 9, right here on 95.5 WSB. See ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.